When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. Well, now we're pleased to be joined live in the Coaches Club by one of the stars of this Jets defense and the reigning AFC Defensive Player of the Month. It's Quincy Williams, number 56, who joins us after tonight's game. Quincy, thanks for stopping by after a tough defeat. Appreciate it, as always. Um, from your perspective, what do you think happened out there tonight? Um, to be honest, it was more like a... It's not loud. Is it too loud for him? <laughs> All right, I'm good. There's your levels right there. You could with the little knobs. Okay, bet. But uh, the biggest thing, which is... Um, it's it's going to be a short week. So um, the biggest thing, coming back regrouping um, the things we did good, things we did um, that we need work on, coming in, attacking those things. But the main important thing is getting our body back together um, for the going to Vegas because it's going to be a long trip also. So that's the biggest thing that we want to focus on. On a short week. Right. You know, I, I, the, the biggest thing I think that fans always wonder about is, is there's two parts of the game, the physical part and the mental part. And... Th- you know, the, the, the Jets, particularly on offense, really are not good enough to have penalties. But the penalties are a mental thing. And what do you think happens out there when these penalties happen? Despite the fact the referees have made such terrible calls at times, how do you overcome the penalties? Um, the huge thing is, like, uh, at the beginning of the game, putting ourselves in the hole um, where we had to return on special team. So, um it's not just the offense, you see what I'm saying? Got it, so the I got it. the game, um, special teams. Then we had uh, defense, a couple of misfits and stuff like that on the um, big runs and stuff like that. And then also the offense. So it goes back to playing complementary football. So you can't just point the finger at one, uh, at one group, you see what I'm saying? So um, the biggest thing, like I said, coming back as a three-core group, coming back and uh, regrouping. Like I said, special team, defense, or offense are playing complementary football. So, I mean, let's be honest, uh, they don't win if they don't score. So that's on the defense. So, like, our our goal is to get the offense as many opportunities as they can and stop the offense from scoring. You know, that was like one of the questions that was posed to the coach in his press conference, just about, you know, not having any divide in the locker room. Because you guys, as a defense, you go out there, you do your job, the offense is struggling, scoring some points here in the last couple of weeks. But... I get the sense, knowing the locker room as I do, that that's not really going to be an issue or a problem with this group, is it? Not at all. Like I said, we're coming back as a team, playing complimentary football. And like I said, the biggest thing on defense is um, if they don't score, they don't win. Like, they don't get a field goal position, they don't kick a field goal. So um, focusing on what we did, um, that's the biggest thing. Everyone taking accountability, focusing on what they did. And like I said, I'm a defensive player, so I'm only focused on what the defense did. Also, I'm a defensive player, so I help out on special teams. So special team as well. Uh, when I go to special team, it means we focus on special teams. So everyone else, everyone focusing on their job and their part 
that's the biggest thing. Like, it ain't about pointing fingers or anything like that. No, and I, I will tell you something. You, everyone recognizes what a team player you are. But with that in mind, I want to ask you the question from last year to this year. You really have changed your play. You have become a, a very good linebacker, from a good linebacker to a very good linebacker. You've been able to, to, to formulate your game, the way you play in space, the way you cover man, the way you blitz, the way you tackle. Very few missed tackles, as opposed to where sometimes you got maybe a little out uh, over leveraged or something. Right. You, you seem to have done 190,000 degrees. Not that you were terrible, but now you're at a level now that I've looked at and go, that's as good a linebacker play as I've seen in the NFL. What do you give credibility to that for? The biggest thing is buying in. Buying in to the uh, scheme is my third year in the scheme. So learning where I fit into the defense, like we had talked about, is where do I fit just doing my job and controlling my speed. And the biggest thing is learning what everyone else is doing around me. So um, um, actually game plan and studying with CJ as far as like what he's doing also. He's like the leader of the defense, so he knows the defense very well. So me just going to him, asking him like, where are the plays where I fit into the defense? So I make the plays that come to me and every, like I said, everyone doing their job. But the biggest thing is like the off the field stuff, like the game planning type thing, being more consistent in it. And then knowing when I can shoot my shot and when I need to be focused on where's my man, where's my zone, where's my coverage. That's the biggest thing. It's almost like, and, and, and again, it's, it's almost like, and I've said this many times, when you're on the field, you never guess. Right. You react. And it seems like you're not guessing. You are, you know that this is where that play is coming. Today you made a great play inside. That uh, Eckler was going to go outside. You came right inside, made the play for a two-yard loss. I thought that was spectacular. Cause it's really anticipation. So um, throughout right. the week, anticipation. Plan, Don't guess. There we go. So uh, throughout the week, game plan, seeing when you see a uh, see a formation. Me, CJ, the rest of the defense is uh, on the same page, communicating, saying this is what we're getting. So, um, like I said, throughout the week, game planning and uh, focusing on just us. So, like, not what the offense did, not what's happening, especially team. The biggest thing is when you get out on the field, you have a job to do. So, that's the biggest thing, like not focusing on anything else. My last question is, this defense, I recognize how good the defense is by how they, they improvise and adjust. And and this year, I, I haven't seen this defense be like this for over 15 years. And, and that second half comes, it's a different game. You've come out there, you shut teams down in the second half. What lends it to that? What's the difference from that first half to the second half? Because the other team has got to change things what they do. How do you change it so much that you play that well? Not you personally, but your whole defense. Speaking the same language, so as soon as we come to the sideline, the coaches are actually listening to the player who's out there on the field, and then the coach is coming up with a scheme to basically stop or basically fix what's going on or what hurt us. So not letting the same play that hurt us happen again. So that's the biggest thing. And then us speaking the same language again. So the same way we game plan throughout the week, you get to the sideline, we're going over plays that hurt us, things that happen in, and then we're talking the same language on the same page. The coach is actually listening to what we're seeing out of the field, not that what they're seeing from the sideline. See what I'm saying? So it's like, like I said, basically like offense, defense, complimentary football is – 
uh, coaches, the player complimentary food. Yeah, I lied. I'd have another question. <laughs> but no, two linebackers here speaking. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to lay out. That's all. Yeah. Uh, because I know what we did, and, and I'd, lo I'd love to hear how he does it now. And that is, uh, that is th there's a play that happens in the game. You didn't practice against it. There you go. And unscouted you looks. That's what we call them, unscouted looks. Right. And so you have these unscouted looks, and boy, I will tell you something. That's when you need 11 guys on the same page. There you go. As soon as we come to the sideline, this is what, we, this is what happened. This is what we're going to play. This is what we played to it. This was our weakness, our defense right here. All right, we're on the same page, like the communication. And then we're all sitting close to each other. The um, biggest thing, the linebackers are the communicators on the, def on the defense. So as long as me and CJ are on the same page and we're communicating, we're always, always right. All right, so did you? how many times did you curse out Quinnen? Uh, very little for real. He don't really do much. He don't, <laughs> very do, he don't do much wrong. The only thing I tell him, hey, keep me clean. That's man. keep right. me clean. He does a good job. Off me. Exactly. Do a good job. And we're gonna let you get out of here because I know it's almost midnight, and we appreciate you coming yeah. on here. But but last thing, your reaction when you heard you won Player of the Month in the AFC? Like you talked about, and you and I talked the off season, right. all the work you put in. How gratifying is it that now the rest of the league is acknowledging all the work that you put in and it's translating on the field? So I got a goal in mind of where I want to go in this All-Pro and Pro Bowl. Um, we had that conversation also. So the biggest thing is winning that award is more like um, a milestone. Let me know like the work that I'm putting in, the schedule that I have, the stuff that I'm doing is actually working. So continue to do that. Like It's not an I have arrived type moment. It's more like a what you're doing is working. Continue doing what you're doing. Well, tell me any trash talk between you and Quinn, because he won it last October. The same October, yeah. That's funny. So now you got yours. Yeah, so uh, it's not really much trash talking. It was more like uh, we on the same page. You're on the like same that. page. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's nothing in the rules that says he can't win it again in either November or December. There you go. And I think that the Jet fans would so certainly like that. For it. <laughs> there you go. Quincy, right. thanks for a couple of minutes, my friend. I know it's late. Get home, rest, recover, but we appreciate you coming on as thanks always. Thanks for having me. And good luck, and I will tell you something. I'm a big fan of yours. Appreciate it. Quincy Williams joining us here inside the Jets Coaches Club. Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN.